Hi, thank you for joining me today on my podcast. Um, today, I wanted to share my health story. I touched on it on another podcast, but I thought I would dive a little bit deeper into it. So I grew up in eating the traditional standard American diet. Um, we would have hamburgers and hot dogs for dinner where I would eat the hamburgers and the hot dogs. Um, we would eat ribs. We would eat country fried steak. My breakfast was definitely not healthy. Sometimes it would be chocolate cake. Um, in high school, it was um, carnation breakfast bars. I don't know if any of you remember those, but they were kind of a candy bar, granola bar. Um, so I'd eat that for breakfast. Lunches. It was always the same thing, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and a Mr. Pibb, which funnily enough, was my husband's uh, lunch too. Um, we did not know each other at the time, but we have discovered that we both ate the same uh, lunch every day. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Mr. Pibb, that's uh, horrible, right? Um, but lots of barbecue chicken, lots of dairy. I was a huge milk drinker all the way up until recently, actually, not that long ago. I wouldn't say 10 years ago, maybe I gave up dairy. I would drink tons and tons of chocolate milk. Um, I had gestational diabetes with my first child and I was still drinking lots of milk. And when um, my first child was born, I kept getting uh, McFlurries at the time. That was my snack of choice. Um, so not really eating healthy. And this was all even after I ate, after I uh, earned my master's in health science, after I took graduate level nutrition courses. I was taking continuing ed courses. I had gone to culinary arts school. I was still eating foods that maybe weren't so healthy. I thought they were. Um, I learned that, um, you know, dairy is really good for you. You need the calcium. You need the protein that is in dairy, right? Strong bones, strong hair and nails. Um, those are things that I learned back in the 90s. Um, and then I used those when I went to culinary arts school. So, like I said, my, my first pregnancy after my master's, after culinary arts school, no, before culinary arts school, um, I did have gestational diabetes and I was shocked. How could I have gestational diabetes? This is a fluke, right? Um, I didn't have any of the conditions that you usually see with that. Um, I was not overweight. I didn't have a family history. No one else in my family um, had um, diabetes um, at the time. And so it was really quite shocking. And it was something that uh, was kind of eye-opening for me. Um, it was, I never really thought about diabetes as being, you know, that um, dangerous, I guess. I mean, I knew people would lose their um, foot or have eye problems if they got out of control, but it always seemed like something that could be controlled, right? Um, but it was like peeing on test strips to make sure I didn't go into ketoacidosis. It was pricking my fingers several times a day, checking my blood sugars. Um, it was pretty miserable. And so I started looking at different things, better ways of eating and really looking more into my foods. Um, I was eating healthy. I thought at the time I would have a whole wheat toast um, for breakfast, usually with some, maybe some grits, um, maybe some banana or something in there, peanut butter. I'd always been told that peanut butter was a good source of protein. So maybe peanut butter toast. Um, lunches were always a lean cuisine. Do you remember those? The frozen lean cuisine and the black plastic. Now I know ooh, that was horrible. But at the time it was a lean protein. It had a whole grain and it had some vegetables and a sauce. 
And then my dinners, we were trying to cut back on meat. I had learned that you only need three ounces of meat a day. Um, that's the size of a small can of tuna fish. That's all you need meat in a day. And so we would go days without eating meat. Um, we did meatless Mondays long before we had meatless Mondays and would cut back on meat and things like that. And then in 2007, after my second child, um, I wanted my husband to eat better. He was eating double cheeseburger, fries, and um, Coke supersize. Um, every single day, it was $3.17. I would make him a lunch, but he'd say, no, this I know this is going to hold me this many hours until I have my afternoon Snickers. He didn't want to change, and I really wanted him to. So I said, I'm going to make an appointment for a physical, and I'm. what if I make one for you too? And he agreed, and I was like, great. The doctor is going to tell you that you're overweight, you need to eat healthier, and um, I'm just going to get a clean bill of health. I'm just going along for the ride, right? So they said that you'll be notified in a week about your blood results. So we go back, well, a week later, he gets a postcard in the mail saying everything's fine. Um, and I get a phone call that you need to come in, something's wrong with your blood work. So I go in and the doctor says, I can't really give you a diagnosis, but I will tell you that you have something going on with your thyroid and that you need a specialist. And if it were me, I would only see Dr. So-and-so. I can't remember the name now. And that's the only one I would see. You need to schedule an appointment right away. So I went home. I'm scared to death. Is it cancer? You know, what's going on? And my insurance said I couldn't go to that doctor. I called the doctor and said, my insurance doesn't cover it, but I will just pay out of pocket. And they said, no. So then I was really scared. You know, what's going on with me that I can't even pay out of pocket? And so I had to find a different doctor. So now I'm really scared. I go to this other doctor. I'm also in my head going, how could this happen to me? I'm an expert in health. I do all the things. You know, how could there be something wrong with me? I eat healthy. Like I said, I thought I was eating healthy. I exercise every day. I had been a personal trainer. Um, I was doing all the things, right? So anyway, I go to this doctor and he says, you need chemo or radiation or surgery. And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing those. And he said, well, we can put you on this medication. Most people don't tolerate it, but we can put you on it for a little while and uh, just see how you do. And I was like, fine, that's what I'll do. And I would go back for visits and he would tell me, you're not taking your medicine. Well, yeah, I am taking the medicine and my blood work would come back and everything would be fine. And he'd say, you know, you're not taking your medicine. He would accuse me of not taking my medicine. I'm getting better but he thinks I'm not taking the medicine. Anyway, I went into remission for quite a while. And then, you know, I told my husband that from my other story, I told my husband, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping people with health and nutrition, not teaching math. And so we quit our jobs and bought this farm and moved. And I got really sick in our move. You know, moves are very stressful. And so I got really, really sick and I went out of remission and I went to a new doctor. And this doctor um, said she likes to be very conservative. She did lots of testing, had lots and lots of x-rays. And she told me that I could just stay on the medication. And so I did. And I went back into remission, which was great. And then I had a tree fall on my car um, while I was driving and my children were in the back seat. Now it was, it was a small tree. I was driving an expedition. So I'm still here. So are my kids, but that was very traumatic, very stressful, losing your car, not being able to get to work, trying to get another car on top of how stressful it was the whole experience when it happened. Anyway, I went out of remission. My weight got out of control as in I kept losing weight. 
I could not gain weight. I just kept losing weight, kept losing weight. And I was so stressed out all the time, very high anxiety. And my doctor told me, you have to have um, radiation or you will die. And I didn't believe her. I kept thinking I need, there's got to be something else I can do. But when a doctor tells you that, you do it. You do what they tell you to do. I couldn't find another doctor to tell me otherwise. And so I did. Well, what she didn't tell me was once you have the radiation, you still have an autoimmune disease. It just is a different type of autoimmune disease. And so I was actually better before the tree fell, of course, um, and than I was after the radiation. I uh, Ever since then, I had just had dry skin and heavy legs and poor skin and hair. And... I kept searching for my answers. You know, I hate that I did this, you know, blah, blah, blah. I found a new doctor and she said, why didn't I find you before? And she said, I don't know, but I wish you had. And so then I knew, you know what? There were other ways to help. There was something else I could do. I did not have to have the radiation. Now I did, but, and it also taught me something that now I can help other people with. Um, so now I am, even though I had another autoimmune disease, I am in remission. I am perfectly healthy. Um, now I know how to really eat healthy foods, how it's not just about food and exercise. There's so many other things that affect our minds and our body and our health. Um, we need to have downtime. We need to have fun and play. We need to have healthy sleep. And so now I am on a mission to help other people save their body parts. I want to help other people not have to have the radiation, not have to have the surgery. Now, of course, you have to work with your own doctor. I am not a doctor. I am not going to diagnose or treat anybody, um, but I can help you with the research. I can help you find other methods. I can help you find a doctor who can work with you. So that is my health story.